Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, August 30th edition of the MMAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, on Mondays and Tuesdays here at 4 p.m. Eastern on Adam Martin, I'm joined by my co-host on Monday and Tuesdays, Mr. Big Marcel. What's up, man? Hi, what's up, man? What's uh, how is going? <laughs> Same old, you know what I mean? Just the grinding away, Marcel. A lot of fights this weekend, too, which was nice to see. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, Marcel. It's going to be a busy podcast today, which I'm looking forward to. Um, and of course, should mention tomorrow, uh, it's actually August 31st. So we have one more podcast this month. This isn't the last podcast of the month. We're going to preview UFC Vegas 36, Till Brunson. That's tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern. So I know you guys are probably going to w- wondering who we're picking in that fight, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. Today's going to be like a recap show, Marcel. We'll be recapping a lot that happened this weekend. Now, <laughs> I know you don't necessarily want to talk about Paul and Woodley, but we have to, man, because it is a big fight. It did feature a former UFC fighter. I'll wait a little bit to talk about that. I think let's start with UFC first, and then we'll we'll do some PFL after that, and we'll do boxing, okay? How's that sound? Good? It's up to you, my man. It's All right, let's do you. it. Let's start with Jigga Chikotsi and Edson Rosa. So first off, I mean, we were both wrong about this, and I think we both owe our boy, Georgie, an apology because he was 100% right. We were 100% wrong about this fight. The fight did not play out how I thought at all. I thought it'd be way more competitive than that. Um, pretty much a washout for Jigga, he, or Giga. He looked amazing in this fight, and... I, I, you know, Marcel, at this point, I'm wondering, like, is this guy, he must be one of the best featherweights in the world at this point. You know, seven straight wins now, destroys Edson Barboza. I'm I'm beyond impressed by this guy. I needed to see him beat someone like Barboza before I really, like, started to think, hey, this guy could be maybe a champion. Now that he's dispatched of Edson in such a brutal fashion, I'm, I'm, I mean, this guy could beat a lot of people, man. So what do you think, what do you think of his performance, Marcel? It was obviously a good performance, man. I mean, if you can do this against Sats and Barboza, you're really good. I kind of, I think I had a one-one going into the third. That's all judges had. That's what I had too. I I gave the first round to Giga, second round to Edson. That's what I had. But all the judges had 2018, which I didn't agree with. But yeah, same. But still, Giga came back very, very well in the third one, and um, yeah, I, I, I mean. Very good, good win by Giga, and uh, also uh, how he did it was very impressive. Yep. Deservedly got the performance of the night bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know how Edson fights. Edson always comes, uh, always uh, fights. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, aggressive, uh, very solid kicks. But you saw how Giga kick was very good as well, you know. And um, yeah, very good performance by Giga, and I'm looking forward to what's next for him. Me too. You know what's funny? I remember when he fought Austin Springer contender series and he got choked out in the third round. Everyone was saying he sucked. Like this guy sucks. There's no grounding. He'll never be good. This guy's mm-hmm. improved so much in the three years since that fight, Marcel. It's it's unbelievable how much he's improved. Because we didn't like we're talking about the knockout and it was a brutal brutal. It knocked him down twice. I think the referee really saved Edson from getting brutally knocked out cold. That's what I think happened. It was a good stoppage. But not only that, Marcel, he also attempted the Darce choke in the fight. Like, he showed off some ground game, too. And that's what Georgie was saying. He's like, this guy is really working his ground game. And, I, you know, obviously, Giga, everyone says that in interviews. Oh, yeah, I'm working at every aspect of the game. I haven't seen it in the fight yet. Now we finally saw it. I mean, the guy is obviously very well-rounded. But what I liked about his performance, Marcel, he was so aggressive in this fight. He was walking. He was the one walking forward. And that's what, it, you know, his cost him – not cost him, but some of his fights earlier, like against Davis and Embers, very, you know – fights where he wasn't really push, pushing the pace. But the last few fights, he really has been pushing the pace for himself. Three straight knockouts, three, three straight performance of the night. So what's next for him? He called up Max Holloway. I don't think he gets that fight because Max is fighting a year, but I don't know. Like, what, How about Zabit? I mean, Zabit's been out for a while. I think that'd be a great fight. What do you think? 
So be the rank man, and I think you want somebody in the rankings higher. So that that's a very low reward fight if you beat Sabit at this moment. You think um, so? I mean, we all know Sabit's clearly one of the top five. Guys. I agree, but for, for yeah. him at this moment, he wants somebody I think in the top five, and Sabit isn't in the top five. Okay, how about Korean Zombie then? That'd be the okay. guy. For me, it's either Korean Zombie or this Arnold Allen, one of those mm -hmm. two. Mm -hmm. I'd rather. What's, what's up with Calvin Cater? What's up with Calvin Cater? Yeah, he's he's taking some time off, and he got. Beat up pretty bad against Max. Yeah, I know. And he wants to take some time off. The last I heard, uh, James interviewed Rob Font like a few months ago. Mm -hmm. He was saying how he was really taking it slow. But I think he wants to return okay. before the end of the year. That'd be a good fight. Honestly, though, I can't see it going well for Calvin, man. After seeing how much damage he took, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure Giga would destroy him in that fight. Um, look at these comments. Matt, what's up, man? He says 145 doesn't have a lot of top tier roasters. I agree with this. He could kind of have one more win, possibly. I mean, he's got seven in a row. And he's knocking guys out, so you know the UFC loves that. And you're right, the only guy that, like, if you're looking at the division right now, Marcel, like, I mean, Ortega's a grappler, we'll, we'll give him that, but he's not really a wrestler. Like, the top wrestler, I mean, Josh Emmett, I guess, is a wrestler, but he mostly wants to strike. There really isn't, I guess, Evlov would be the top guy right now, number 13. He'd probably be the best wrestler at the division. Would you Would you say that, Mobster Evlov? Likely, yeah. Yeah. Well, at least one of the... Yeah, yeah, or Bryce Mitchell, I should say, 11, number eleven. You know, Bryce Bryce is great too. So I'm I'm with you, Matt. Um, I think he has a, a you know path to the title because he can beat these guys in striking. So it's interesting. And Bar before we start talking about this fight, what about Barboza? Because 35 years old, two and two now. He needed this win, I think, to really like <clears throat> cement himself as an elite guy. So what do you think, sex for him? I uh, rebooked the Ige for him, man. You want to do the guy there? Yeah, why not? I think uh, everybody, like 95% of the people who saw that, yeah. thought Edson had that fight in the back and Ige won it. So no no disrespect to Ige, but yeah, let, let's redo that fight, man. Why not? Yeah, we'll get these comments from Jose quickly. Hey, Jose, what's up, man? He said, this fight for yesterday, tomorrow. Um, yeah, the headway fight got canceled. Lucas, um, what's his last name? I can't remember his last name. He's supposed to fight. Brzezowski? Yeah, it's a tough name to pronounce. He's supposed to fight this guy, Dylan Potter. The fight got canceled. Lucas Brzezowski or something. Yeah, the yeah. fight got canceled because of COVID, apparently. It's been rescheduled. So four fights tomorrow for Contender Series. Actually, we'll talk about Contender Series tomorrow if we have time. Right. I mean, we're going to break it, down the card, 10 fights, but we'll talk about like, Contender Go ahead. It's like literally every year the first card has four fights, man, for some reason. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just... It sucks. I mean, whatever, four or five fights. It's going to be a fun show. I love Contender Series. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Me we'll too. talk about it tomorrow. We'll give, our, we'll give our thoughts on those fights. Um, yeah. Jose's asking, is it crazy to think Evlov has a better chance than Max at beating Giga? I don't think so. I mean just because of how they match up stylistically, but it's tough to pick against Max against a lot of guys, man. Max is obviously amazing. It's just, you know, as good as Max is, though, I, I think people do forget that he did lose to Volkanovski twice, and he lost to Poirier, too. So it's not like he's unbeatable. You know what I mean? Max is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Should have won the second fight with Volk, no doubt about it. First fight, he didn't win, though. You know, Poirier destroyed him, too. So as much as I like Max, there are holes in his game. And I do think Giga could give Max problems in that fight if it happened, but... Max is fighting Yair. I think if Max wins that fight, he gets a title shot. I mean, the, the, right? Would you say, Marcel? He gets a title shot for sure. There's no doubt about it. So If Max wins, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Or Yair. If Yair wins, I mean, they might give it to him too. All right. So, yeah, um, great fight. By the way, I didn't ask you, how was your picks? I went 7-5, and five, so, you know. 6-6. Six, six. Yeah, it was another tough card, man. A lot of upsets again. I mean, the fights are, you know what? I've been picking fights for over 10 years now. Same with, and then Marcel's been doing it a long time too. Marcel, I feel like it's never been harder than ever before to, to pick these fights. Like, it's really hard. Like, guys, like, there's fights like we'll talk about in a few minutes here. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should do Bellator picks. We look like <laughs> we should do Bellator because that's how you artificially <laughs> play your picking percentage. Anyways, 
Let's go to the co-main event. Uh, Brian Battle defeats Gilbert Urbina. I, I really like Battle in this fight. I like this guy, man. He's a good prospect. You know, he's only been fighting as a pro for or for a few years now. He's only been training MMA for five years. Now he's the ultimate fighter. Uh, I thought he looked good, Marcelo. What do you think of this guy? I think he's got a he's a pretty good prospect with some good potential. What do you think? Pooh Bear, yeah. Um, he looks solid after the first two and a half minutes. He looked good, you know. Urbina tried to get the finish as quick as possible in a short notice fight. He didn't get it, and he, he gassed, which I pretty much expected that would happen. That he was going to gas, and uh, Battle wanted uh, submission. Rene to choke. Um, yeah, he, he, overall, he, he looked good after that, that two and a half minutes, you know. He, he got back, he almost got out. Then Urbina went for the submission, didn't got it. But, uh, yeah, good for battle, man. And I, I think much deserved as well, man. He looked good through the season, last pick. So, uh, good for him, man. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, with you on that one, Marcel. Uh, and the other tough finale, Ricky Turkios defeats Brady Highstand. I mean, this was an amazing fight. Amazing mm-hmm. fight. I actually had some friends over for the first time in a while just because of COVID and, and the, my, my fiance has been pregnant, obviously, for like the last you know nine months. And finally was able to have um, friends over and watch the fights. And we love this fight. I mean, this is an amazing fight. I I know Dana said they're going to give him a, a, a check after. He's like, it's not going to be 50000 We'll give him something. Why couldn't they have given them 50000 I mean, they put on such a good fight. Like, this is what you want. This is what you want to see. You want to have guys that are coming here literally fighting to the death trying to win the fight, trying yeah. to win that contract. I love this fight, Marcel. I thought it was an amazing fight. That was one of the best fights of the year. Um, they got fight of the night, man. No, it didn't, man. They didn't yeah, win they fight. No, they didn't, yeah. bro. No, he didn't four, give it. Four performances on two. And one no, I watched the press conference, Marcel. Unfortunately, he didn't. I'm 100% sure, Adam. Bro, you're, I'm sorry, man, but it's it's not true. I mean, Dana White said. Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you what Dana White said because I literally watched the press conference today. He said it, there was no fight of the night, but if there was, it would have been uh, Turkios and high stand. We're gonna kick those kids some money. It's not gonna be fifty grand, but they're gonna be happy about it. So they didn't win fight of the night. They should have. They should have given out two yeah, extra bonuses. Yeah. Why did I? Why did I saw the graphic with the with the picture in it that they wanted? I don't know. Not, I don't know. It's that's not what happened that's, though. That's they gave crazy, up. man. Yeah, I know. It's crazy because I thought it was one of the best fights of the year. I really did, Marcel. And I was actually kind of surprised. I, I went to bed and woke up, and then I watched the presser or, or saw the news just yet, um, the next morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I was I was surprised as you are, man. I know you're like you're like what? Because he said, you know, if there was a fight tonight, why couldn't they have just given an extra bonus? I just it bothers me, you know, because this is what you want. You want guys who are to come here and fight to the bitter end, trying to win that that uh, contract. Now, as far as the scoring goes, split decision. I thought Brady won uh, round two, and I gave Ricky barely round one, and then he obviously won round three. It was a close fight, but then he dropped him in the third round, and then it was after that it was all. Ricky, but what'd you score? You had Turkios or Heisted? I had uh, Turkios winning the fight. One in, one in three? One in three as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we had the same. We, we talked about it, right? Yes, we did, we actually. Yeah, I remember now we talked about it. So I think we both had the same score. Let me get these comments. Matt said he uh, wants to match battle against the contender series guy. That, that makes sense. He said he, Matt thought that Heisted won the first and second. Yeah. It was close. The first round was very close. I, I did thought Ricky oh. edged out just with the, uh, the activity level, I guess you could say. What are you gonna say? Yeah, definitely. I, I think you can't win a round by just laying on your opponent, man. I mean, if, if, the, if the other guy, um, how do we say that, uh, do, does more. Yeah, he's doing stuff off the bottom. I, I know. He had a good bottom game. And that was the one thing. It's like he's a very scrappy dude, and I knew that. But I, like I said, Marcel, I stand by my, my, uh, my I guess, look on both these guys. I think mm-hmm. Brady is the higher ceiling, and I think he's going to be a really good fighter for a long time. He's only 22, guys. He's only 22. Dana also said that he's going to talk to the matchmakers and tell them to give him a contract, too. So 
he deserves it. I mean, it, it kind of reminded me. I, listen, I don't want to say this was as good as like Stefan Bonner, Force Griffin, but they did talk about the on the, uh, the broadcast. It kind of reminded me of that like a super super close fight. Both there's no loser in the fight, and you hope that this kid gets another shot. Uh, I'll get your comment in a second. USA about uh, Kevin. What are you gonna say, Marcel? What are you gonna say? They they literally re, re, uh, deleted that that picture with them for winning fight of the night, dude. Because I see it here. Oh really? They delete. Yeah, they deleted it, man. Well, I mean, there you go, man. That's just really being you know cheap. I don't yeah. know what else we can say. That's just and USA says right here. UFC is cheap. They can afford, dude. What's an extra hundred grand for two guys? And then you show like the world, hey, if you put on an amazing fight, we will reward you. You know what I mean, Marcel? Yeah. Like a hundred yeah. grand for the UFC is not much money, guys. I'm telling you. Uh, wait, man. I I send it now to you via DM, and you can watch it. It's only on the, on the Chinese side. They have left it. They forgot it to take it down. Right. Because uh, but they have took it down everywhere else. But you can see that. I just sent you the link right now. All right, cool. You can um, see it's an official. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I'm gonna read it right now. One sec. Let's see what Marcel saw because I think Marcel was seeing things, guys. <laughs> Let's take a look here. Um, I don't see. You gotta anything. scroll. You gotta scroll a little bit, man. It's like the ten picture from above. Oh yes, I do see it now. Yeah, they did, yeah. man. They took it away, dude. Then that's complete garbage. Then you know, what I mean, they were even promoting it. That's that's complete garbage. So mm -hmm. Marcel's right. There was some image on the, the Chinese UFC website, but again, Dana White didn't give it fight in the night. He did say they were oh, giving but, uh, an extra something. You weren't you, wrong. You this is like the, yeah. the situation with Patty. You weren't this wrong. This is okay. But, but you, you, you bet your ass that I'm going to find a better uh, quality pick of that, and I'm going to post that one on, on my Twitter. You're damn right. And, and you're damn right you're going to prove me wrong because you were right, and I was right. We were both right, just like the Patty film yeah. situation. All right, let's talk about this next fight, guys, because, yes, I finally called uh, an upset in this card. I mean, this was a tough card. Dan Rodriguez, my boy, plus 130, Marcel against Kevin Lee. I, I'm I'm all in on this guy. I think he's a phenomenal fighter. I think he's so underrated. Daniel Rodriguez, six and one now in the UFC. Marcel really should be seven and zero. I think all of us thought he beat Dolby last year. He should be seven and zero. This guy's phenomenal. He, what does he have to do to get a top fifteen opponent? Like time to give this guy a top fifteen opponent. And Kevin Lee, that's what everyone wants to talk about now. And you guys are asking some questions. Where's Kevin Lee going here? You think Kevin Lee has been the same since Robert Fallis died? No, he hasn't. And you know, looking at his record, guys, it's not good. It's two and five over his last seven. But, but he lost to Daniel Rodriguez, who's a really good fighter. Du Bronx, who's amazing. RDA is a former champ. I quit, who's a solid fighter, who has his number being twice. And Tony Ferguson. And the two wins he has are Gillespie and Barboza. And you look, the one before that was Chiesa. So it's just, he's just a weird fighter, man. It's like he can beat the elite guys at times. And then he just, he gets, uh, he loses to guys that he could be like an I Quinta, for instance. I'm not sure what the thing about Kevin Lee and Dana White's after the card. We'll talk about Sam Alvey in a minute, but he said that they're considering releasing him. I mean, it's kind of, they're on the fence. They're on the fence with them. I think they're going to give him one more fight, guys. I would like to see him fight Mike Perry. I think that's the fight to make. Um, and someone else suggested Brian Barberina to me. I think that's a good fight too. Someone like that. But I think if he loses one more fight, they'll probably release him. I don't know. I think he should get one more. What do you think? Yeah, for sure, man. I think Kevin Lee is, is not a bad fighter at all, you know. And we saw in the first round, I think. Yeah. Uh, but then he kind of got cocky and he got caught in, in the second round. And after that, it was all uh, Daniel Rodriguez. So, um, yeah, I mean, well done by Rodriguez again. I, I picked Lee, you know that. So, uh, you picked uh, Rodriguez, so good pick by you. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, I, yeah, I, I'm honestly, I, I hope uh, we see him uh, back because I think Lee has, is a quality fighter, but just didn't show it so far. Yeah, didn't you know, it a lot lately, you know. I agree. You know, Daniel Rodriguez, like, 
I remember when I when he fought Tim Means on short notice, I was like, there's no way this guy's gonna beat Tim Means. And once he beat Tim Means, I was like, this guy's legit. This guy's super legit. And to me, he's a guy that really should be fighting someone top 15. Like the one thing that stands out to your D-Rod is the the volume. Uh, and I talked about this last week with the breakdown show, guys. He's even after this fight, after seven UFC fights and a contender series fight, he is still averaging over eight significant strikes per minute. That's incredible. And again, the second highest rate in all of the UFC behind Sean O'Malley. Amazing. So this guy is a really, really good striker. And I, who, do you, who do you want to see him fight next? What, what are you thinking for, for Daniel Rodriguez? Uh, Daniel Rodriguez. Um, I thought about it. Um, I, I would like to see him fight next. Um, Jeff Neal? Sean, Bra Sean Brady, actually. Sure. You know, I, and you know why? Because Kevin Lee was supposed to fight Sean Brady and a win yeah. would get him in the rankings. And I think uh, with defeating Kevin Lee, he deserves that that right to fight somebody ranked like Sean Brady. So yeah. that's the guy I would love to see. They have to give him a top 50 to put. I'm just looking at the rankings. Jeff Neal's number 10. That's maybe a little bit too high, if anything. Uh, Ponte Nibio is number 12. I don't think he has a fight lined up. That'd be a good fight. Brady, yeah. 13. And uh, Muslim Salikov at 14 would also be a pretty good fight. Although Muslim's kind of an older guy too, so I think they might try to push him a little bit and give him someone just to see if he's ready for a top of him guy. Because if he's not ready now, he won't be. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm I love Dan Rodriguez guys. I think he's great, and I do think they give Kevin Lee another chance. I think they should. The Rod's a fun find for the UFC. Wish guys like Lee would catch a tune-up fight. Yeah, I mean, he 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 had missed 18 months. He had uh, ACL surgery. I mean, the guy was out for a while and had a bad injury, guys, and they didn't give him a hard, an easy matchup to come back to. Kevin Lee pushed the pace when guys can keep up with him, he slows down. All his wins come from a lasting opposition. He doesn't have a point fight. That, that's actually not a bad breakdown at all. I think you're right, Daniel. Yeah, D-Rod versus Muslim. That's a fun fight, eh, Marcel? I'd like to, I wouldn't mind that fight. What do you think, though? You like that one? Sorry, which one? Which, you, Muslim, Salikov, and uh, and D-Rod. Yeah, it would be a fun fight, definitely. Yeah, but, two strikers, um, right? That'd be a fun Let them yeah, bang yeah. it out. Yeah, even like, well, I know Lee's fighting uh, uh, Kam Kamayev. That would be, That would have been a good fight, too. Anyways, the point is, this there really aren't any bad matchups. And you look at Walter, there's a, there, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of wrestlers at the top, but there's also a lot of strikers in that in that top 15 too. So, a lot of fun fights. All right, um, Andre Petrovsky defeats Michael Gilmore. I mean, there's not much to say about this one. We all knew Petrovsky would win. Gilmore made it a little mm -hmm. bit more competitive, I think, than a lot of us thought. He did win the second round, I thought, and uh, then the third round just, just got smashed with the elbows on the ground. So, any thoughts on this one, Petrovsky? No, man, we pretty much expected this one. I think yeah. everybody picked Petrovsky. I know this was Michael Gilmore, yeah. by the way. But... Yeah, I know. I don't think Michael Gilmore gets another fight in the UFC. I'd be pretty surprised if he did. Petrovsky mm -hmm. will obviously get another fight. I mean, maybe they'll just do battle in Petrovsky. They might you, just do you, that. <laughs> you know what's so weird, man? People ask me, like, why do these guys get a fight in the UFC while they're lost in the, in the, in the ultimate fight? It's like, this happens all the time, man. It's hmm. not, not something new that guys were lost. There's so many guys that lost yeah, on, yeah. on top that end up getting shot. I mean, even Sam Alvey, he was on the welterweight season uh, years ago yeah. that Colton Smith won. Remember that guy, Colton Smith? Neil Magnus on the season, too. So guys will get chances after the show. And the UFC, I think, you know, a guy like Michael Gilmore, again, he quit his job. The UFC really respected that, but the guy's not mm -hmm. great. Tenth round, what's up, man? He could step up big time. What a savage. The guy looked amazing, man. I mean, I was blown away. All right, now we got to talk about this fight because, I mean, I, I haven't been more wrong about a fight all year. Jail Mearshart defeats Mahmoud Meridov via second-round submission. I mean, what else can I say? I mean, it was I think it was the biggest upset of the year because he was plus 500, so massive underdog. I, I mean, I, I knew that, obviously, if the fight could get to the ground, he had the chance to submit him because, obviously, Gerald's amazing at submissions, 25 career submissions. And, you know, Meridov, he has been submitted. Um, I think that was his fourth time being submitted, guys. So, obviously, he has a hole in the ground, but... I still thought he would be able to keep in the feet. He just 
he kind of gassed out a little bit more. So I was kind of surprised mm -hmm. his conditioning wasn't there. And I, I'm honestly still kind of shocked at how this fight went. What do you think, man? This was a big surprise to me. Yeah, same, man. I think uh, I think everybody, also pretty much everybody I knew, picked Muradov here. Not because we disrespect Murchard, but I think Muradov uh, was so impressive so far in his UFC career, and definitely in his last two fights. So, um, but Murchard, yeah, he. I mean, I think the first round Muradov did well, but uh, Murchard took over and. Uh, yeah, he, he won and and also finished, man. I mean, it was a big finish. Uh, well, I you knew when Murshard had his arm around his neck, it was done, done, yeah. Good, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean? yeah, that's crazy. So, he has 25 submissions in his career. Um, in the UFC, he has eight submission wins. That's amazing. Uh, almost all his wins are by submission. You go to the ground with this guy, you're probably gonna get choked out. You know, it's crazy because this guy's career has been so nuts, Gerald Murshard, because. If you look at his career, guys, his second fight of his career, he fought this guy named Jay Ellis, who is literally one of the worst fighters of all time. Um, did you see this? You know Jay Ellis is, right? The scrub from yeah. the original scene? He just lost his 100th fight. Did you see that? Uh, he lost his 100th pro fight. <laughs> he's a complete scrub. He's one of the worst fighters. I, I talked about a few months ago, guys. He's one. I'm not trying to be mean, but this guy is literally like the worst fight I've ever seen in memory. He's so bad. His record is – I'm going to pull this guy up right now. He's 15 and 100. And it's crazy because he actually has a win over Gerald Mearshart, which is just insane. Like, it's it's so nuts, Marcel. 15 in 100, guys. He's the worst fighter I've ever seen. He's so bad. He just, you, got, you he just got submitted again. Look at this. He got submitted. You should. He actually fought twice. Oh, man. He got finished twice. And, man, you should look up Reese Street. Reece He's like 0 and 20, right? Isn't he like 0 and 20? 0 and 45. That's, that's pretty bad. What's his name? Street? Reese Street, yeah. R-E-E-C-E Street. That I, I don't even know. You know how to spell it? R E like this? R E E C E. I found it. I found it. Yeah, C E. Oh, o and 40. Okay. And then there's a there's also a they put a warning here, so there's but some the, sketchy. This nickname, this nickname is fun. A nightmare and elf. Oh, it's pretty good. Recent nightmare and elf. Yeah, but he's he doesn't deserve <laughs> a guy like this does not deserve a good nickname. What an absolute scrub. Like you think that like his girlfriend or like his mom would say, hey, maybe you shouldn't do this anymore. <laughs> like, like buddy, what are you doing? Own forty. Anyways, just an aside there, guys. But it's crazy because Mearshart. The point is, he's been fighting since two thousand seven. Fourteen years later, he's still winning fights. And I saw him fight in Ontario at the Score Fighting Series, Marcel, in two thousand twelve. He got submitted, and at that point, his career was sixteen and six. And it's like this guy's not going to do anything in his career. And then somehow, all these years later, he's just killing it now with these submissions in the UFC. So it's pretty insane. Um, Matt says, tip the captain. Mearshart, tough way to make a living. Sometimes a bulldog strategy. Yeah, I mean, listen, he he took the guy's best shots and, and, and fought through it. I was surprised he was able to eat those punches because, Mark Marshall, remember what happened against uh, Heinish and, and Kamayev? Just got brutally knocked out in the first minute. So you thought that this guy's chin was shot, but somehow ate these punches. Um, yeah. Jose, uh, Jose is asking, why didn't Ivanov step up to fight Tom? I'm not sure. Maybe a visa issue. It's possible. I was, Tiago Okamura, I don't know if you saw his thread the other day. Was talking about visas and how some guys get them and explaining why certain fighters and like Brazilian fighters have a hard time getting visas. Avonov obviously doesn't count for that, but the point is there's some certain countries where the, the visas are easier to get, and apparently Spivak uh, was just it was really easy for him to get that visa. So maybe Ivanov, I I think he's training in the states, right, Ivanov, isn't he? So it probably didn't have a, that probably wasn't an, um, an issue for him, but they just didn't give him the fight. But there's going to be Spivak and Asphalt. We'll talk about that tomorrow. All right, let's talk about the prelims here. Abdul Razak Alassane defeats Alessio Chirico. First round knockout with a head kick. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable, Marcel. I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm talking to my friends, and I'm like, guys, I'm like, 
the only way this guy wins is if he wins the first round, and of course that's what he does. Marcel, the first kick of the night. You know what's crazy? I was gonna I was gonna tweet this out, but so Joaquin Buckley knocked out Impicasang with a head kick, and then Alessio Ducirco knocked out Joaquin Buckley with a head kick, and now Abdul Razak Alassane knocks out Alessio Ducirco with a head kick. I mean, he saved his career with his head kick. Marcel won fifty thousand dollars. What do you think? Yeah, a great win for Alassane and a very necessary win with three losses in a row. Uh, definitely a loss against Jake, Jacob Malkoon that nobody expected, to be really honest. And, uh, yeah, very good win for him. And, uh, yeah, pretty much woke me up after that fight, what was before that one. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was insane. Um, I mean, I honestly wasn't sold on this guy at all anymore, especially at middleweight. And I'm still not, because mm-hmm. really, like, we didn't see the fight play out. You know, like, it just yeah. – it was one kick. Who knows what happened if – the fight yeah. didn't play out. I thought it would go decision with the Chiro winning. Same. Decision. Yeah. That's why I picked it also the the Kyoko for the Yeah, decision. and I still think that had you know he survived that first round, that's what would have happened. But he didn't. Mm. He didn't survive at all. So brutal. Daniel said he uh, he bet on Mearshark for a finish. Good job, man. Nice job. Um, let's talk about Wellington. We got to talk about this fight. Well, he determined Sam Alvey. Very weird fight. Um, pretty bad fight. There's a few things to talk about for this one. So first off. I don't agree with the split decision. I thought Wellington won all three rounds. And yeah, even with the two points, Marcel, he still won the fight 28-27. So two judges gave him the fight. One of the judges gave Sam Alvey the third round plus the two points. So it was a 10-7 round for Alvey, which, I mean, I don't know if I agree with that at all. I don't think he won the third round. I thought Terman won every round of the fight. And yeah, the, the eye pokes were gross and stupid. But even with the two-point deduction, um, I still thought he won. What did you think? Yeah, I agree with you, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh so Sam Alvey's getting another fight, according to Dana White. What do you think about this? He's 0-6-1, guys. Let's pull up his record here. Now, I don't want to see, I don't want, I don't have too much bad things to say about Sam. I mean, he's a good dude, and you know, he's had some good fights, but I just think it's really questionable when Dana White says he's gonna cut Kevin Lee, maybe, and then doesn't he's like saying how much this guy fights. Like I don't he know. Went nuts, so. man. Sam went nuts one day. Uh, he was pissed, but I don't was, think yeah. he hates the judges because let's be yeah. honest, he should have won this fight against that and Junk. He should have won that fight. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason he's still in the UFC right now, I think, because they were like, okay, that guy's really good, and he beat him probably. Um, mm-hmm. Fan fight, I thought he lost that one, honestly. But this fight, he won. He did beat Darren Jung. That was a bad decision by the judges there. Um, but still, Marshall, you look at this record, and and I hate to say it, you know, BJ Penn lost seven straight fights, and that was the record. I mean, at this point, this guy, that's the record for losses in a row. He does have a draw in here, but I think you know, at this point, like, who does he beat in the UFC? Tell me, who does he beat in the UFC middleweight division? Can he beat anyone at this point? Low tire, probably. Maybe, like who? But, like, uh, like, like yeah. Michael Gilmore. He beats Michael Gilmore, sure. So maybe they yeah. give him Michael, Michael Gilmore. <laughs> give him a win. Let's look at the division, guys. Let's honestly look through it. Let's look through this division. So um, he's right here, Sam Alvey. Like, obviously, okay, so Bracken Neto, that'd be, that'd be interesting just because that guy's always injured. Maybe he could win that fight, maybe. He also he said he wanted to fight Zach Cummings, but I think Zach Cummings would beat him. Um, mm-hmm. Trevin Giles, maybe. I mean, Giles is very, very flawed. He would probably beat this guy, Hugh Yaozong. He beat Amadowski. Yeah, yeah. He's fighting Alan Amadowski. I think he could win that yeah. fight, too. Um, Abu Azatar, maybe. Maybe him. I don't know, Marcel. I honestly yeah, don't know. I mean, maybe maybe they'll give him a contender series guy. Maybe that's the thing they'll do. They'll give him a guy for contender series. Because I'm looking at this division, guys, and, like, it's not getting easy. Like, all right, how would this guy, Dustin Stoltzfus, maybe him? Or Jamie Pickett, one of these guys? I don't know. Honestly, don't know. Yeah. The point is, guys, like we're struggling to find guys he can be at this point. I mean, that's just not a good sign. So I, again, I don't want to say anything bad about Sam because he's a decent guy and everything, but mm-hmm. I don't think he should be in the roster, guys. I really don't. 
Malcolm, yeah, he could do that fight too. I don't think he deserves it though, Marcel. Like, there's too many guys out there now that are busting their ass to get to the UFC, and a guy like this, it's, it's losing every fight. I don't know why they can give him, keep him around. Quinn, what's up, man? He says hates judges and Mark Lowry's defense. He outstruck Terman in two rounds. I guess by the numbers, but I thought Terman still won the fight. Even you, you know he had the takedowns and control. Um, Terman fought a smart fight, guys. You know I don't really like the guy, but you know he, he fought a smart but fight. Sam Paul. Pardon? Terman, dude, always makes me hungry, man. It makes me think about Beef Wellington. All the dude, time, we were man. we're sitting there watching the fight, and my buddies are like, "Why is this guy's nickname not Beef Wellington? Like, he's got to take the nickname. Like, he's he's nuts not to do it." Anyways, um, a few more fights to talk about here. Darren Stewart and Justin Jacoby. I mean, I I honestly didn't expect Jacoby to smash him like this. I thought it'd be a decision. Justin Jacoby looked amazing. I think he deserves a top fifteen point. What do you think? Yeah, man, Jacoby looked good. Um, I really like how how he looked, and I still think Darren Stewart should be going to 185 instead of 205. But but um, I mean, good win for Jacoby. Uh, he looked good from start to finish, um, and he hasn't lost in the UFC since his uh, comeback, right? Yeah, he, uh, he got two, he got close decisions, and uh, that draw against uh, Kuchelaba. So uh, and now a good win, a stoppage win. So, yeah, I, I'd like to see him against the top fifteen, or maybe somebody just outside the top fifteen. But yeah, he uh, he looked promising on Saturday. Absolutely. Okay. So a few other fights here. Oh, by the way, do you think that Darren Stewart gets cut, or do you think he gets another fight? He gets cut. I think. I don't I think hope so for too. him, but I think he gets cut. Actually, <laughs> you could do Darren Stewart and Sam Alvey. Maybe at yeah. Maybe that's the fight to do. Maybe or even at light heavyweight, if anything. Um. I don't like Darren and like I think that was a really bad move in his career. I don't know why he made that move. It's a bad move. He obviously can't compete. These guys are way bigger than him. Um, JJ Aldridge finessed Demopolis. Demopolis has got one hell of a chin, man. She took some big shots in this fight, kept going, but just completely dominated in this fight. JJ Aldridge. She's an underrated fighter, honestly. She's not that exciting. All her wins are by decision, but she's underrated, Marcel. Any thoughts? Problem with JJ Aldridge is that she does doesn't have that. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, Killer instinct. Uh, the, the, no, not that. But that that bright personality that everybody's yeah, like. Oh really yeah, we love personality. Yeah, she's yeah. very very humble and very. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, not she's not very loud. You know what I, I would mean? say she's and, kind of uh, boring. If anything, I mean the personality yeah. was. You know, I'm not trying to say she's a bad person, but personality no, no. is not. It's not there. Yeah. You know, but that's why she's not getting a push. I do think she'll probably get a top 15 opponent now. But, you know, I don't, I'm not saying she's going to win the title, guys, but she does have a 6-3 and three record. She's not bad. Yeah. Now, let's talk about this fight because this this fight, uh, let's talk Max Coleman first. He says probably too late for Joey to develop the takedown defense to really make a mark, but a breath of fierce, fresh air 205. I agree. Fun striker. All right, this fight, Jamal Embers and Pat Sabatini. I mean, they got a few things to say about this one. I mean, Jamal Embers looked like he was dominating the fight, uh, had full mount like twice, completely dominating this guy, and then completely makes one of the lowest fight IQ moves I've ever seen. Going for playing footsies with a submission expert whose best weapon is a heel hook. And I'm sitting there, my friends are they didn't know who these guys were. They're like, Yo, Adam, tell us about these guys. And I'm like, Well, Embers is a good striker and he's always got good wrestling. And then Sabatini is a submission specialist. And they're like, Okay, cool. And then watching the fight and they're like, Oh, your guy's winning. And then all of a sudden it's like, I was like, No, why is he doing this? And then, yeah. And luckily he didn't like destroy his knee, apparently. Like he's going to be okay. But Marcel, I, I think Embers is going to watch this fight back and just shake his head. I mean, he had this fight. I think he could have won this fight, and he did. There was one real path for Sabatini to win. It was by a heel hook, and that's exactly what happened. Give me your thoughts on this one, man. It was a nasty submission. Yeah, I man, Embers looked good from the beginning, man. And uh, he had them hurt badly, and then he went with him to the ground, and he went for that toe hold, which was like, 
why, you know, and uh, maybe he was so convinced that he was going to get it, you know, but um, you see sometimes fighters making choices, you're like, why, you know, why are you going with that dude to the ground when you can let him stand up and bang him out, you know what I mean, but it's like, yeah, it's weird, you know, but uh, yeah, Sabatini, he, uh, he overcame adversity, as you guys always say, and uh, he won the fight, you know, he finished the fight first round, got 50k in his back, so yeah, I mean, Good for him, but uh, for Amos, man, Amos uh, will, will, uh, will be very pissed uh, off on himself probably because he should have won this fight now the 10 times, to be really honest, if this yeah. goes his way as it went, you know what I mean? So uh, he didn't. So, um, yeah, we'll see what's next for him, man. I agree. Let me get Matt's comment. He says he likes Sabatini. Good wrestling and gra grappling. Yeah, he, he can definitely beat a lot of guys, but again, you know, I, I feel like it, this was more Embers having bad fight IQ. Um, last fight, Kennedy and Martinez. Martinez wins a split decision. Close fight. I watched, so I watched with three people. Two of us had Martinez winning, and one of my friends had Guido winning the fight. He thought he won the first two rounds, which is what Adelaide Bird thought. I'm, going, I'm like, buddy, if you're agreeing with Adelaide Bird, that's not a good thing. <laughs> so I thought that Manham won the fight. The first round, was, or I think it was uh, first round Guido won, I believe. Yeah. And then it was second, third. Yeah. And he landed some nice, nice kicks in this fight. Guido landed some good kicks. But Mana won that fight, and obviously a very emotional win for him. Um, you know, Marcel, I think he'll look a lot better in the next fight. I think he'll look a lot better, guys, once he, you know, has a full training camp and, you know, with, uh, with a coach that doesn't pass away from COVID halfway through a short notice camp. Um, I think the guy looked pretty good. What did you think? Yeah, man, he won the second and third round. And when I heard, uh, and you saw Mana's face as well, when the, he was going to read it, they say uh, the first judge. The, by, if you hear a judge by name, you know it's a split decision or whatever. Yep. And I was like, I was like, let those cunts not going to rub in here from a decision, you know? And thank God two judges got it right. <laughs> You know, second and third fight, second and third round. Yeah. Um, third round was clear for Mana. You know, yep. the second round was also for Mana, in my opinion. So, yep. 29 28. Kennedy did much better than I expected. Oh, the yeah. Thing is, the thing is also take in mind that Mana um, had some had a lot of issues going into this fight. You know, he was uh, he was actually supposed to fight a week earlier against Trevin Jones. Uh, got pulled after that. Uh, his uh, his uh, longtime coach Saul Solis uh, passed away. You know, and uh, he he had a lot of things going on. He also missed weight before this fight. Um, some people gave him shit about it. And like, listen, guys, I'm always all, also like, you got to make weight. You're professional, you know. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if you can give somebody some some slack for for something, give it to Mana here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. Uh, Let's see in the second fight how yeah, he shows yeah, sorry. up. I, I, I forgot to mention, he missed weight by four pounds. I mean, that's definitely yeah. worth mentioning. But I think if you're going to give a guy a pass, this is the guy to yeah. give a pass to. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't, I, you know me and Marcel hate when guys miss weight, but there's at least a reason this guy missed weight. Mm -hmm. Thanks for introducing me to Jay Ellis. No problem, man. Go If you watch his fights on YouTube, it's fucking painful, bro. I'm telling you, like, I, I don't Daniel, know. it's so I painful, don't, right? Well, Adam has actually behind all those uh, UFC uh, things. There's a poster of Jay Ellis behind it. There's a poster of Jay Ellis behind it. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Jose's asking, do you know what weight class Junior Taffel would compete on Dana White's categories? That's Justin Taffel's brother from Glory Kickboxing. Um, I don't know. What what do you know? Or I expect I expect heavyweight to be honest. You know, okay, you know, not two hundred five, eh? So heavyweight. Okay, um, well, maybe two hundred five. I don't know. Yeah, it sure. could be either. I'm not too sure. Daniel, tell me what you think about Jay Ellis. Okay, so we got two more things to talk about today. Anything actually? Anything else on this card before we wrap it up? Anything else? No, but but I want to talk about uh, Rose against Sung booking. Later yes, yes. Okay, so we have a few more things to talk about. Um, we're gonna talk about Paul and Whitley. Just give me a few more minutes, guys. We're gonna talk about that, that fight. Um, 
Let's talk about UFC 268. Let's pull up the card. The card's mm -hmm. fucking stacked. The card's amazing. But the one fight that stands out like a sore thumb, and again, I had friends over, we're all scratching our head. Why the hell did they make this fight? You know, Marcel, it's just, to me, it's, it's, I don't know, man. One sec, guys, I'll pull it up. Um, the card is solid, but there's one fight here, Rosen and Wheelie Zhang too, that, I mean, I don't really agree with it. So let's pull the card out here, guys. Alex, what's up, man? How's it going? Pull it up here. Where is it? Here we go. So great fight, obviously. But this one, I mean, listen, I understand that it was kind of quick, but I don't even think of rematch was differently. Like, I, when you have Carlos Spars out there who won so many fights in a row, that gets, gets completely screwed over. Like, I'm just... I'm bothered by it, Marcel. I don't agree with it. Give me your thoughts, because you're obviously pissed. I'm super bothered by it, and I'm even more bothered by these Zhang fans who are like, yeah, this is amazing. Shut the fuck up, man. I mean, listen, if this was my favorite fighter losing in the first round against champion, and it got an immediate rematch, I would be pissed. That doesn't make sense. Work your way back, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and also the UFC, man. You, you suck, you know? Carla Esparza <laughs> clearly, clearly deserved the title shot, whatever you think about her. There are many people like, yeah, I don't think she won that fight. She officially won that fight, so you can't say anything about it. And she deserved that fight. You know, there's also a story with her and Rose. She defeated Rose for the very for, for the inaugural strawweight UFC championship. And this would yep. be a perfect rematch. And also for Rose to maybe avenge that loss, you know, her first uh, fight in the UFC back then. So the thing what really bothers me here is that they just want to push Zhang. It's pretty much easy. They want to push Zhang. They want to push the Chinese market. You know, and what they're going to do. If she loses to Rose again, you know, then she's 0-2 and, and she won't get a title shot for, for, for the last for the for the upcoming years, probably if Rose yeah. stays the champion, you know. And also, let's be honest, if Yan Xionan defeated Carla Esparza the way Carla Esparza defeated Yan Xionan, she would have one hundred percent got the title yeah. shot. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's I agree. it's complete boost about the UFC by the UFC and they can suck it, man. Fuck them. Sorry Yo, to he, say he, it. Really pissed, I mean, it. I don't blame yeah. him, guys. I mean, I I I I mean I I, I feel pretty much the same way because what Carla did to Yan was so devastating, right? Like he just beat the shit out of her, and you think that would be enough to get the the the, uh, the rematch? Although she obviously won the first fight, I think it was so easy. It was actually really easy. They had two rematches to make. Number one was Rose versus Carla for the title, and the co-main event, or even just on this card, I should say, Joanna and uh, Zhang too, or it was a fight night five five rounds if anything. Um, I think that was a huge miss by the UFC. I don't agree with this. Now I'm wondering what does Carla do? I'm guessing the only fight she can take is Joanna. So maybe that's the fight they're going to do, the rematch. That's obviously not a, an easy matchup for Carla. I do, I do feel like she could do a little better than the first time around when she got smoked just because Joanna is on a decline. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is brutal for, for Carla because you know, if she chooses to wait, she's going to have to wait till like, next April or May maybe to fight. Like, that's a long you know, time. The thing is, it's just, listen, whatever you think about Asparza, I'm not even a real huge Asparza fan, but it's just pissing me off that I got the feeling that the UFC wants Asparza to lose, you know, so they don't yeah. have to give her a title shot. And that's so bad, you know. You're yeah. a sport. You're not, it's it's not WWE or whatever, you know. you, you They kind of go that way a little bit as of lately, you know, with the more entertainment kind of stuff but also listen and they will say Zhang is the number one contender she lost to Rose and she lost decisively in the first one by a knockout you know yeah I agree. Uh, and th that's the thing and there are so many other fighters who deserved an immediate re immediate rematch champions who defended their belt well, often, Miosic, you know? yeah 
but they never get it. Why not? Because yeah. they don't like them, you know? And if yeah. they like you, then you get it. It's just stupid, you know? And I hate the fans who are like, yeah, we like this one more, and uh, we don't like as far. Listen, it doesn't mean shit what you like, you know? It's, yeah, yeah. it's about the sport, and for, it's about the le le legitimacy of the sport, you know? For, for you me, you know, I'm, I'm okay with immediate rematch if the fight is super close. Yeah, um, for sure. Or controversial or something like that, like, like mm. Shogun Machida, for instance, or... Something like that, but this fight was not like that, so I, I don't agree with it. But I was gonna say the rest of the card stacked, Marcel. And, but and let me just add to that: I'm not have nothing against Weili Zhang. I think she's an amazing fighter. She does right. very well. I have much respect for her. But this is just not the fight to make, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. She should have had to win one more fight. Um, she yeah. didn't even. I don't think she defended her belt, right? Or did she defend it once? I don't think so, right? Or against Joanna? Sorry, Joanna. She yeah. did defend it once for decision. Sorry, she won against Andrade. So she had one title defense. I don't know, right? Mm -hmm. That's. Where Stipe had, how many Stipe have? A couple, right? Like, yeah. Anyways, five, um, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, no. He only had the one after, or yeah, after BDC, he beat him twice. Anyways, um, yeah. I guess Chandler got vaccinated because that was the issue for this fight. I mean, I don't know what happened there because New York apparently you people are vaccinated. I have no idea what they did, but that fight's on. We know about this one, Strickland Rocco. Edgar Vera was just announced. Great fight, Edmund uh, Imavov. That's a fight that was announced. This is new here. Durandi being Aldana. Love this fight, Marcel. Fucking awesome fight. I actually am more excited about these fights down here. I fucking love this fight, guys. Ally Quinta, Bobby Green. You kidding me? When I saw that, I was like, holy shit, Bobby Green, Ally Quinta. That fight's amazing. So I love the card. I love the card. Let's get some comments. Then we're talking about PFL and Jake Paul and Tyler Woodley. The impact of running from China or the hope of revenues dictating business across all companies. That's very true. These Instagram answers are my pet peeve. We'll put Jang in a holding power. Yeah, it's so true. Because if she loses again, she's going to have to wait for someone yeah. else to win the belt. Yeah, just like you said. Let's not forget Rose lost to Amen's Brazil. Draj. I was at that fight in Brazil. She got slammed. You know, got another shot. She did. And um, uh, I think she won a fight after that. Listen, man, about that fight, Rose was absolutely destroying Andrade until she got dropped. I mean, I was head. at the fight. I think she was winning it. I wouldn't say destroying, but she was winning. Destroying, it. dude. She was destroying Andrade. I, I'm, I'm not even going to give you that. She was destroying Andrade at that moment. And I love Andrade. She right, got right. completely outclassed by Rose. And I'm not and, even a Rose fanboy or whatever. Fair enough, fair enough. Anyways, we saw the rematch. It was close to you with those guys, uh, those girls, I should say. I wouldn't mind seeing a trilogy between those two at one point in their career. Um, I still don't know how Tony didn't tap that heel hook. Tony Ferguson? Ferguson or, against Darius. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time I see the thing you see, it represents the sport, get hard and the business. Yeah, it's an opportunity. Do you think Carl will get the next job with the UFC maker fight during Rodriguez? Maybe that's the fight, but I think it's going to be Joanna, the rematch with Joanna. You know, because Joanna's got to take a fight. They're going to have to. Uh, they might have to consider removing Joanna from the rankings, I think, at this point, because she's not taking fights. Um, right, Marcel? Like, she hasn't fought in a year and a half. Like The, the, she, the, problem, she, with jo the problem with Joanna is what some people are having there. Like, uh, I was a champion once, and now I only have to fight championship yeah, fights. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't agree with people living off their past glory. You know, things change yeah. so much in life that – you can't look back in a few years and be like, yeah, I was the man back, or the woman in her case back then. She, she, turned, down her, she turned down Rodriguez, for example, man. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Hey, Big J, what's up? He says, James said that uh, Al's team, the Bobby Green fight is not official, not official yet. That's not, I mean, I, I guess they're, you know, the UFC does this sometimes. They want to like push a fight. All right, so we got two things to talk about still, guys. PFL quickly, and then we'll do Jay Paul and Willie to finish the cards. So let's talk about PFL quickly, Marcel. Did you watch the card? Because uh, we, got, we got to talk about this bullshit. The car was supposed to start at like 10 p.m. Eastern, guys, and it took an hour for the first fight to get on from the main card. I don't know. You, you went to bed, right? Tell me what, what happened with you. I just did a complete round on the UFC. I'm not going to do it on the PFL. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I mean, where, I, 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 
I, I, I was like, you know, that this is 4 a.m. At, at where I live, you know, and I was like, there are four fights. Maybe if it's like in two hours or one and a half hour, I might be able to watch it and maybe do only four hours of sleep, you know, and then I'm gonna gonna work. And those those guys started not even at like four. What was it? Uh, 10:50 p.m. It wasn't even started yet. Yeah. I was like, what the hell, you know? And that that really pisses me off. Also, with when they're gonna do go to the decision. Why the hell does it take five minutes before they read the decision, man? Are we no idea. that stupid, you know? No idea. And I love PFL. It comes from a guy who loves PFL. I think it's a great Same format. Here. I really enjoy watching the fights, you know? But come on, guys. I mean, you're already starting at 10 p.m. Yep. on a Friday, you know? Normally, yep. it's on a Thursday. It's not watchable for us in Europe. And you got, for God's sakes, you got a main event that's you two Europeans fighting in that. And what, yep. what you're going to do, you're going to put it up on 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. <laughs> that's just complete bullshit, man. I don't know yep. what the listen, man. If you want to compete with the UFC, you want to compete with Bellator, and that goes for Bellator as well, man. Put your cards a little bit earlier. You know, you don't have to put it like uh, on, on 5 p.m. or something, but start 8 p.m. for my uh, for my problem, not 10 p.m. You know, and when you have a 10 p.m. start, like start at 10 p.m. You know what I mean? And not because yep. ESPN has to, has to uh, broadcast some college football shit that we can't even watch here. You know, and what what do I have to watch? Some uh, some weird angle uh, camera uh, filming Sean O'Connell and the other guys uh, from uh, from 20 30 meters. For like uh, for like 50 minutes get the fuck out of here man i was super pissed and i'm still yeah. getting pissed man what's this this is the pissed off podcast i'm sorry adam man it's okay no you're allowed to run here man that's why this is our podcast you can do whatever you want you know what i mean marcel and i agree with you completely with what you're saying the only thing i'll point out is and you know my boy uh, ian parker who does the betting for them he's doing a great job by the way he messaged me on twitter and was like he's like because i was being pretty harsh towards people he's like he's like just keep in mind you know this wasn't our decision it was espn's decision so let's let's keep that in mind espn was the one who apparently chose to um and the, this high school football game so they yeah. they, they waited an hour because of some high school football game that chose to be that pfl just really isn't that high on their on their priority list which is not good, a good thing because i think it's a great promotion with a really good format and it is, it is. you know if you want to get fans interested this is not the way to do it guys so it was a massive um flop on pfl's part now let's just quickly talk about the fight because we, we only have 50 minutes left and i do want to talk about paul and woodley but kaibuliev and lofton what the fuck is with this judge scoring for Brendan Lofton? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that is gotta be one of the worst. I mean, I don't, there were some really bad scorecards this weekend, guys. This might have been the worst one. How did he win this fight in that judge's scorecard? Kaibuli have clearly won the fight, Marcel. Um, we both picked him to win, but he clearly won this fight, right? Yeah, I heard that the judge uh, is on a traineeship at Adelaide Bird's house. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think it was a listen, man. Love Brandon Lofton. I think he's a great guy. Yeah. But uh, Mofflet won this fight. Yeah. It was a clear, clear as hell that he won this fight, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm happy the right guy one here you know because we saw sometimes in pfl gotta be honest man the judging yeah. in pfl isn't always great yeah. we saw some guys proceed that shouldn't be proceeding to whatever stage or getting three points you know we get best best example Jason tebow against rory mcdonald yeah in the in the regular season so the thing is i'm happy mostly one or that he got that he got the decision that he deserved let me put it that way yeah. i like brandon lovman by the way i think he's a great talent as well yeah chris wade defeats bob jenkins i i did call the upset in this one you I, called I think- Chris Wade is a good fighter, guys. He's very underrated, yes. Marcel. You know, he was he was five and two in the UFC, and they cut him because I don't think Dana White liked him because uh, I think he wanted a raise, right? Like he wanted a new contract, and they were like, "No, we're not giving you one because you're boring." I don't think this guy's yeah. boring. I think he's proven he's not boring. He had a good performance in this fight, and I don't know if he beats Kai Ruiz. I think Kai Ruiz will be the favorite in that fight, but I think it's going to be a competitive fight. And 
I think it's five rounds, right, for the title. So should be a great fight. And, I mean, the guy's solid, Marcel. So I was impressed. The other fight, guys, Antonio Carlos Jr. versus Emiliano Sorti. This was a very close fight. You know, I think Sorti could edge it out, honestly. Um, the thing was, Carlos Jr. got this takedown in the second round. I think it was, like, the, the last 10 seconds and, or something like that. And, like, a lot of people swayed, swayed him in his favor, and that's fine. But I thought it was super close. And then the other fight, Martin Hamlet defeats uh, Cesar Ferreira via first-round Tico leg injury. Weird, weird ass shit, yeah. Weird fight. And I said literally before, I'm like, man, these guys have been warming up way too long backstage. Like, they kept showing him hitting the pads. And he goes, yeah. like, the first guy gets injured. I do think something played into that. I do think that you're peaking for a certain time. Like, he was supposed to make the walk at 10, 10 p.m. He didn't mm-hmm. make the walk till 11 p.m. Like, he spent an hour, extra hour on the pads, maybe, moving around. So, I do think that played a factor. Anyways, Martin Hamlet obviously got the win here. So, I would... I would think Carlos Dio will be the favorite over Martin Hamlet, but I think Hamlet definitely could win that fight for sure. So that's an interesting fight, Marcel. And Antonio Carlos Jr., Marcel, gets cut from the UFC, and now he went might win a million dollars in PFL. I mean, it, it turned out pretty fucking good for this guy. The other fights in the car, guys, quickly. Uh, Shaman Marais got a knockout. Chris Camozzi won. Uh, Bobby Moffat won for the UFC fighters also. Uh, prospects. Uh, Brandon Jacobs won. Alejandro Flores, who's a good fighter. And uh, Anthony Dizzy also won his fight. So... Yeah, it should be interesting. The PFL 10, that is, usually it's in December, Marcel, on December 31st. This year it's on October 27th, so a lot already sooner. Took, already took the day off. Yeah. The there you go. Off. There you go. You're going to watch it. All right. Um, Daniel says, I bet Mavlin, there's some rounds where you didn't get much damage wrestling. The split wasn't crazy. I think it was crazy. I think it was a fucking terrible, terrible call. I'm, I'm angry. Now Marcel got me angry, too. Oh, my God, Marcel. I'm kidding. Um, any update on Bozer? Because Rothwell, he's fighting Marcos Rogero de Lima. I don't know. I, I, I hope Bozer gets a top 15 guy, though. I, I think he deserves it. Um, any, have you heard anything? or No, nothing. All right. Now, let's talk about it. Paul and Woodley, guys. So if you guys uh, – I know some people are asking some questions, and I, I might have missed them. I apologize. I'll try to go back and find them. But if you guys have any questions about this fight, let's talk about it. So here's my question. Did you watch the fight or no? You didn't watch it, right? Bro, I was thinking about it. And then it was like, how late was it here? I think it was. Oh, like I understand. 5 yeah, and yeah. Still, still, there's still a Serrano wasn't even on, and I was yeah. like, okay, fuck it. No, I understand. I mean, you're, it's it's hard for you because you're you're in the Netherlands. Like you're I, mm-hmm. you're six hours or seven hours behind us, right? So yeah, six hours behind. Six hours. So that's a that's tough. I mean, uh, in front, in front. You can't watch everything, Marcel. It's too hard. Like it's you have to pick and choose. You obviously prioritize UFC. You prioritize PFL, I guess. And sometimes yeah, Bellator, yeah. sometimes but not all the Bellator cards. I don't think, I don't think you stayed up to watch the Chia Congo and Sergey Caratano fight. But I no, think no, 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 no. <laughs> I had to, to work the day after, so no, no, no. There you go. So, I mean, I did watch the fight. So, full disclosure, I didn't pay for it, but one of the companies I worked for paid for it. I was just going to find a stream like the rest of you guys, but I ended up getting um, the 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 paper you paid for because they wanted me to work it. So. I was like, you know what, if I'm going to work the event, I'm going to do a good job and, and, and watch it. And I watched all the fights. And I don't watch a lot of boxing, obviously. Um, I watch the big fights like all you guys do, but I don't watch like every boxing card every weekend. Um, I think they did a solid job with this card overall, though. I think it was a pretty good card. Like, it was a fun card, Marcel. They did a good job saying at the undercard because there was one fight in the undercard, which was just fucking incredible. And I'm sure a lot of you guys saw the fight. It was um, this guy, Montana Love, picked up an upset win over Ivan uh, Baranchek. Unbelievable fight. Did you watch, Did you see this fight or no? It was an amazing fight. You would actually love this fight. Baranchek was in this fight last year. I don't know if you saw this one, but there was like four knockdowns or something, one round in the first round of the fight. It was insane. Um, so the guy is pretty – he's in some exciting fights. But 
But one thing I'll say about that fight is, you know, the corner stopped the fight, which I love to see because you never see that in MMA. The guy was getting his ass kicked and the corner waved the fight off. We need to see that more in MMA, guys. We don't need to see guys get brutally knocked out. But anyways, um, uh, Daniel Dubois won his fight. Tommy Fury beat Anthony Taylor for a Bellator uh, fighter. And Amanda Serrano won her fight as well. She's actually an MMA fighter too, guys. She's a very talented um, athlete. 32. Now, do you know her, Marcel? Amanda Serrano, I'm sure you're familiar with her, right? Yeah, I know who she is. Um, she has three wins or two wins in in, um, in MMA. She has a fight in Kabachi and she just fought an Icon Fighting Federation. So, yeah. and her wins are by submission. I actually think this girl is very interesting. Um, you know, it's crazy. She she doesn't uh, have a cell phone and she's never had a boyfriend and she's 32 years old. She just trains her ass off. I was talking to my fiance about that. I'm like, what do you think? She's like, well, she's missing out. She is, but she says, you know, my goal is to make as much money as I can right now. Um, and then I guess start her family later on. I mean, we'll see, hopefully that works out for her, but this, she had a good fight as well. The card was phenomenal, but was, I thought it was a good card, but the worst fight in the card was the main event. It was the worst fight in the card, Paul and Woodley. It just wasn't a good fight. And split decision was bogus. Uh, this was definitely Jake Paul's fight, Marcel. This is a bad decision, I think. I don't agree with it. Um, sorry, not a bad decision. He definitely won the fight. The, the judge who scored for Woodley made a bad decision. I don't see how you can give Woodley five rounds in this fight. No way. Paul won the fight. He won five rounds at least. Um, you guys can say what you want about him. I, I know he's not the most popular guy among MMA fans. I get that. But, you know, the guy, for a guy who's only, you know, been in the fight game for two years now, I mean, he's got some big name. He's got some scalps on his resume, guys. He's got Askren and, and now Woodley. You know, you can say what you want about guys like Nate Robinson and stuff. But, you know, Tyron Woodley, it's, it's not like he's a good boxer. He's not. He's not a good boxer at all. But that's still a good name to have. And I think it sets up Paul for a massive fight. Like, I think at this point, I think he could fight anyone, Marcel. Like, I think that you know, a lot of guys are going to want to fight him now. So just because the money's there, he claims they made like a hundred million dollars for this fight. It's it's possible. Everyone, like, I'm not. You didn't watch the fight. I'm not saying everyone watched. A lot of people watch this fight. The, the trends obviously on Google are off the charts. The traffic's off the charts. I can tell you guys right now because Chris put it out on Twitter uh, for BJ Penn. Our our traffic was off the charts last night, Marcel, for this fight. So, you know, I didn't think it was a good fight, but I did watch it. I'm glad I watched it. It just confirmed what I knew, which is Woodley's not a good boxer. He just has a good overhand right, and he mixes up with his wrestling and MMA. And boxing is very limited. Jake Paul, he's not a good boxer either, but he was better than Tyra Woodley. So I know you didn't watch it. I know you can't see, say a lot about the fight, but, you know, I just – it wasn't the, the best fight I've ever seen. Um, but you know, Paul is – he's an interesting guy, man. He really is, and – I, I don't I don't hate him. You know what I mean? A, a lot of MMA fans do not like this guy. I don't hate him. I think he's an interesting guy. Let me get these comments here. What he says, I find Paul's persona really hilarious. He makes people angry, just hilarious. Yes. Blast Dana over fire pay, talks shit about MMA stars, and fights have energy. I'm with you, man. And I'm going to get your second comment here in a second. Uh, Daniel says he was frustrated with Woodley. Dude, every fight Woodley has, Marcel, he just doesn't throw his hands. It's just, it's awful to watch. The guy just doesn't let his hands go. And Matt says, I come around the Paul Brothers boxing and let's see this guy make their money. I agree with you, man. You know what I mean? If Woodley made, he said he made um, over a million dollars for this fight or a couple million or something, good for him. I am with Jose on this one. I think this would be a good fight, Jose. It's not going to happen, but I think the Nate Diaz fight would be really interesting. You know, just because Nate, Nate's a good boxer. Maswell's a good boxer too, but I think Nate's a better boxer. I think Nate's an amazing boxer, um, especially for MMA. And I'd like to see how he does in boxing. I think he, I actually think Nate Diaz could beat Jake Paul. Masvidal, I think, would beat him too, but I don't think Mas Masvidal's striking is, you know, it's good. But there's a difference, guys, between boxers and, and MMA fighters. The only thing is, 
you're not fighting a real boxer in Jake Paul. You're fighting a, kind of an amateur who's turned pro. I don't know. Like, if he fights a guy like Tommy Fury, a lot of people are saying, I'm not sure if that fight goes well for him. That's an actual boxer. You know what I mean? So, also remember UFC. I agree with this with Matt, too. I said the same thing. I, you know, Marcel, I like the spectacle that they have, like the walkouts, um, all that stuff. I think that's cool. I think UFC needs to have more personality with the fighters. I remember that time Jason Mayhem Miller wanted to come out with like a gas mask and Damien's like, you're not wearing that mask out for your walkout. Like there was a time where I think Tom Lawler or something, used, uh, Seth Petruzzelli with the leash. Remember that all those years ago? Yeah, we'll like, you're, the not, dogs you're not doing that anymore. Like that stuff's awesome. That's what you want to see. How about the guy Ronnie Jason used to wear that mask, uh, the Jason mask, and I think they told him to stop wearing it too. So I don't agree with that stuff. Um, Jose is asking about UAE. Are you watching it? I, I can't. I got too much going on right now. But I'll, I'll definitely check out the highlights on Baraka Gr- Hitman's uh, Twitter. But yeah, I, I mean, listen, Marcel, uh, I, I know you're not the biggest Jake Paul fan, but you got to obviously admit that the guy's a big name and everyone's talking about him. So, Tarrant Willie really wants the rematch. Do you think they're going to do the rematch or do you think they're going to find someone else for this guy? What do you think? If it brings more money in the, in the, in the, in the bank, why wouldn't they, you know? I... That's all it's about, man. It's all about money. It's all it's about, guys. And don't get it wrong. You know, a lot of people are saying this is about Tyron Woodley defending MMA's honor. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. This is about Tyron getting the biggest page of his life. This has nothing to do with MMA versus boxing. I don't agree with the, that. That's a really lazy analysis, in my opinion. I don't agree with that at all. Anyways, um, and I think there were some questions. I'm gonna, I missed them, guys. Let me get them. Uh, about Paul and Woodley. Yes, I did, Jose. He was asking about the big field fight. I did. I, I, I was like, damn, I, I can't wait for, for this one. A little bit like when it was happening, and Dave Chappelle was there too, which was awesome. I'm a huge Dave Chappelle fan. Chappelle, so dude, I used to watch that in high school, man. And seeing him there, my fiance recognized him. She's like, Dave Chappelle's right there. So like, that's cool, you know. I think the I think the boxing does a good job of that of really highlighting like the celebrities. And UFC used to do that. I mean, they still do it sometimes. But do you remember the old UFCs, Marcel? The old ones, they'd be like, Juliet Lewis is in the crowd, and like, you know, yeah. all these. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. So I I, yeah. I I missed that. It was it was cool, you know. They do it now too, but I gotta be honest, I don't even know who these celebrities are sometimes. I'm like, who are these people? They're all like TikTok stars and stuff. I'm like, who are these guys? Anyways, um, we've got two minutes left here. Any more questions you guys can throw them in here? We've got two minutes left. But Marcel, um, anything else you want to say about, about this fight or anything else that happened on the weekend? Um, no, nah, man. It was kind of a, a busy weekend if it comes to sports, watching sports in general. So um, yeah. And uh, it's uh, I'm looking forward to next week, to next week's or to this week's card will be a good one, I guess. Uh, only ten fights though, so um, yeah, that one fight. Yeah, we'll break. Yeah, we'll break that down tomorrow. Marcel messaged me yesterday. He's like, "Hey man, you don't have to do your case study on Mandy Bohm anymore." Fight got moved, yeah. so I'm glad because I honestly, I don't think I know she's on Bellator, but I don't remember her fight. I gotta be honest with you, so I have to go back and watch her. But I, I get an extra week. Um, plug your stuff. Let's get out here, man. man. Big Marcel 24, Twitter, Instagram, MMADNA.nl, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. There you go. Follow me on Twitter, guys, at MMadamartin. As you know, um, our podcast is available at MAOddsRigger.com. It's on our YouTube channel. It's on iTunes, Spotify. I want to give a, a shout-out, actually, to those the people that do listen on iTunes and Spotify and stuff. Uh, you know, uh, you guys don't get as much interaction with us during the live podcast, but I see you guys listening to it. I see the numbers going up with the subscribers. I appreciate it, guys. Also, SoundCloud another place. So, that's awesome, guys. Um, we love it. We appreciate everyone listening to the show. Um, you know, in addition to uh, to MMAoddsRigger.com, also BJPen.com, MiamiNews.com, Elite Fantasy, Elite Sports Betting, uh, Spectation Sports, and Fantasy Fanatics. Got a busy week, man. I got a lot coming out this week, guys, so keep tuned. Um, but tomorrow afternoon, 4 p.m. Eastern, I'll be here with Mr. Marcel, and we'll be breaking down UFC Vegas 36. 
Darren Tilt versus Derek Brunson, Tom Aspel, Sergey Spivak, all those other fights. So tune in tomorrow, guys, 4 p.m. Eastern. For Marcel, I'm Adam Martin. Have a great day, guys. Peace out. Bye.